This episode is brought to you by Third Eye Cacao. We're so happy to have a brand new sponsor. We want you to support our sponsors because they make these shows possible. Third Eye Cacao is on a mission to preserve ceremonial grade cacao in the world and invite others on a journey from their head to their heart. Cacao is a fruit where chocolate comes from and is one of the most nutrient dense superfoods on the planet. It has been called the elixir of the gods for its ability to open up the heart. Studies have shown that the same endorphins that get released when you are falling in love for the first time, cacao has the power to induce also. It's like the best feeling in the world and cacao has that for you here at Third Eye Cacao. Overall, cacao has the powerful ability to begin any day with intention and ceremony. Use promo code TIMEWHEEL, that's T-I-M-E-W-H-E-E-L, at checkout and save 11% at thirdeyecacao.com. This episode is also brought to you by Sheath, the underwear of legends. It is the underwear with the dual pouch system. One pouch for one part of the male anatomy, another for the other part of the male anatomy. Not only is the underwear the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear, but it also has the most stylish designs and patterns. The fabrics actually have a cooling effect when you put them on for the very first time. Your body will thank you because it's one of the hottest parts of your body. So cooling it down with these special fabrics that Sheath provides is a nice experience. The proof is in the pudding. We have a 100% money back guarantee on the very first pair. If you don't like it, we'll send you your money back. Go to sheathunderwear.com, use promo code RPG and save 20%. We appreciate your support. Back to the show. Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel production. Cool. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. This is professional, though. You're doing great. <clears throat> so, what, what are the headphones actually for? To lock you in. Kind of just like... No mm -hmm. distractions, no talking over each other, and mm -hmm. it's not, you don't have to wear them, actually. No? Nope. So if you feel uncomfortable, you just take it off. It, I, I don't know, I kind of like it. Do you? Yeah. It's weird. It's hearing, different. And, oh, here's why. You hear that? Tiny little thing. There's a tiny little crackle, but that's not, that's nothing. Uh-huh. But if it gets bad... Then we'll uh, then we'd I'd pause and we'd fix it. So, all right, here we go. Um, welcome everyone to another episode of the Robert Patton Global Podcast. We got an in-person interview with a good friend of mine here from Colorado Springs. He owns Balance Chiropractic. He's a doctor, Doctor Max Pohl. Thank you for joining me, today. dude. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been, we've been talking about it for months if, and, and it keeps getting like rescheduled and then just like it should be we set a date and here we are yes it took like two seconds to figure out i know yeah sometimes you just have to like lock it in and and if you don't it just keeps getting pushed further yeah and further and further back yeah that's a good sort of uh message for entrepreneurs and success is like just making a decision yeah yeah, yeah. going after it. What does Elon Musk say? It's something along the lines of um, if you uh, see what you can make your 10-year plan into your, your six-month plan or your five-year plan into your six-month plan. Have Whoa. you heard that? No. Yeah. That's like some 10X shit, some Grant Card, But like, I like that better. Take a 10-year plan to admit, turn it into a six-month plan. Something, I mean, we're capable of so much more than, than we think we are. Absolutely. On a daily basis, on a yearly basis. <clears throat> I mean, and I see you doing amazing things. You're very young. Are you 30 yet? 
I'm 32. Okay. Well, still. Thank you. I mean, I hadn't even started Sheath yet, but uh, I, I see the like the books you're reading and the philosophy and your mental kind of attitude uh, towards business and life and success, and that's why I really wanted to have you on there because I'm here because you kind of exhibit a lot of the traits, characteristics that I think young entrepreneurs should have as well. Can you, can you expand on what I just said? Yeah. Thank you. I mean, seriously, first of all, I really do appreciate that. Um, I think our relationship, you and, and mine personally has gone back, what, three, four years now since I probably moved here to Colorado Springs in 2017. Yeah. And, uh, to hear that from someone like you who I've seen quite literally double the growth of their business every single year, plus or minus, yeah. is is something that I really appreciate. Well, okay, good. Yeah. So, so then, uh, yeah, you're doing the right things. You're reading the right books. We have our mastermind group. I know we don't meet as often as we want to. We just got to set a date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, but that's one of the things that other people need to do. And I just saw recently on Joe Rogan, Mr. Beast. Uh, the number one content creator on YouTube mm -hmm. was talking about his mastermind group and how he got to where he was, was by on a day to day, but every day they just mm -hmm. met every day, his mastermind group from 7am till 10pm, you know, to figure out what is YouTube and how to become successful on there. And I think we do it like once a month we don't do it once a month, but, uh, the value's there when if we can find the time for you know like helping each other grow it's synergy yeah right uh, -huh. uh meeting for what 15 hours that's ridiculous but <laughs> but so it doesn't we, have to be 15 hours no, right no baby if it's something you love and like that's the like the, maybe the 10,000 hour rule and really just putting in the time and he was like 18 you know mm -hmm. now he doesn't do that anymore but to, when he was getting started that's what he was trying to just figure out the the system, I guess, and, and find the holes and where they could kind of take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we talk about our, our challenges and successes, and sometimes we just shoot the shit, I guess. But that's just one of the principles is having a group of people that can sort of maybe motivate you to stay on your game and not fall off like veer off track and stuff what how do you you seem very focused how do you what's your like how do you stay so focused and what's yeah like your mentality on business yeah thank you um well i think contrast plays a big part in in success right like people don't know what success is until they've had uh the lack of success or the opposite of success which would be failure and same thing for focus. So we were talking a little bit earlier. We went and, and we ran around your, your Woodland Park uh, Chateau, your mountain chateau, yes. and uh, did a little bit of exercise, which is really good. And, and we were talking about uh, how, how if you don't have something, that's how you can start to appreciate that something. And so... Uh, like I used to be prescribed Adderall for, oh, right. for, um, you know, ADD purposes in, in college. And that was a time in my life when I had no focus and to start to experience that time of no focus is where I realized like, holy, holy cow, like Adderall is not the way drugs are not the way medication's not the way. Like we have this internal pharmacological system within us and inside of us. And it's just, how do we actually tap into that? through, through nutrition, through our mindset, through, I'm really big into meditation and, and mindfulness exercises and things along those lines. Mm -hmm. And, and so that's been a huge part from my personal perspective of, of gaining focus and gaining, um, awareness and where my attention is. And so, uh, I mean, you know, in a day where we have TikTok and there's six second videos and we have Instagram and there's, you know, just scroll, scroll, scroll. And we have these relationships where if you don't like somebody, you can just, you know, swipe left and get rid of them and move on to the next thing. Uh, to be able to cultivate focus, I think is something that, that can change a lot of people's lives. And from my perspective, that, that strength, that, that ability to cultivate that focus comes from sitting with myself every single day, uh, for a minimum of, of 25 minutes, but on a more, regular occasion i'd rather do it for like an hour hour and a half wow. uh in some sort of meditation mm -hmm. which you and i have talked about a lot before mm -hmm. 
So that's, that's personally where I think a lot of my focus comes from is calming my body down when it says get up and you know, I have to go to the bathroom or give me another cup of coffee, or there's a whole bunch of emails and text messages that I need to respond to from being a small business owner. It's, it's saying, no, don't do that. Sit, chill, breathe, and, and keep focusing on, on what you're doing. And I tell patients this every day in the office is that it's, it's a mental muscle. Every single time, and you might have heard this before, I didn't create it, but every time that you're you're sitting with yourself in meditation or doing, you know, I know you're into the cold baths with the Wim Hof stuff, mm-hmm. and and your body says, or your brain says, and there's a debate whether or not it is your brain or your body, we can maybe talk about that later, yeah. um, is that that it says, go do something else, and you say no, you're, you're quite literally doing a mental bicep curl. And how else do you build muscles? You do it over and over and over again. So you might sit with yourself over the course of a couple of weeks and a couple of months and create this, this, this mental bicep of focus that if you never did try to overcome yourself in quiet time and meditation time, then you wouldn't have it. And you'd be so much more likely to, to, to lose focus and Get to distracted. Look, look towards all the, you know, shiny objects. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> There's a squirrel. Shiny uh, object. Yeah. Um, so I've been, I break up my meditation into two separate, I do a morning one right when I wake up Mm -hmm. and then one after like lunchtime when you're kind of in that little 3 PM down energy Mm kind of time frame. And I, when I'm doing it right and I just found like the perfect mantra and I can't tell anyone, I'm sorry, but it you got to find your own kind of thing anyways. And that like, that's part of the deal I have like with transcendental meditation. I went and got trained to do the meditation, which it's like you have to train and meditate in this particular style. You do. Yeah. It tells you it's a mantra. And I mean, everyone's heard it, but, uh, the practice when I'm in it, when I'm deep in it, I feel it's like bliss. And I feel like I'm in this ocean of, like nectar, like golden nectar. And it's just this warm, rejuvenating uh, energy field that, and, and, and it, I know when I'm done because it's like, okay, you're done. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're good. And it's usually, I only do like 10 or 20 minutes each time, except when I need a good hour. Like sometimes your body just needs it and you're in it. And I'm like, and I don't, I'm like, I don't want to get out of this. I feel good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to get out, but if I can just sit there and be in it, I think it's been just for an, on an energy level, kind of like mental positivity. I don't get as irritated as I was getting frequently over dumb shit, you mm-hmm. know, with like my wife or daughter or something. Now it's like, okay, like it's all good, baby. And it's yeah. been a, since around November that I really got back into, I got into that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and do you know what that, or do you have any idea what that, like that mental bliss is like what's physiologically happening? I feel it. I feel like, um, my breath turns more rhythmic and, uh, my innards, my guts and my stomach kind of just like loosen up. It's weird. But I feel like it's just relaxing my entire body mm-hmm. and I go into this weird trans state and whatever that state is, it's like, maybe it's some kind of weird vibration, but it's, I feel like it's rejuvenating mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. The the thing that, that sticks out about what you just said was, was rhythm, like rhythmic. And so there's, there's a ton of emerging science coming out on this. And one of my favorite people, I think we've talked about him before, just interpersonally is Joe Dispenza, mm-hmm. um, where, where what his research is finding is the, the rhythm between your heart and your brain, when it starts to become incoherence yes. or it starts to become yes. in unison, yes. you, you, your, your, your heart creates a, a energy field, right. Of, of about three meters in diameter, mm-hmm. right. Which that's huge. And it's Tyrodial a measurable field or something. It, yeah. And okay. it's, it's a measurable field all around your body and, and your brain, you'd think your brain emits a large electromagnetic field, but the truth is that your heart's is even bigger. And so if you're sitting in a state where your heart and your brain are in a, you know, a rhythmic div, coherence, div, div, coherence yeah. beat, then, then that's where 
the rest of your body is going to be in a rhythmic state. That's where you are going to be able to deal with stress better. That's where you're going to be able to deal with um, focus better. That's where you're going to be able to deal with overcoming and see opp seeing opportunities that you wouldn't otherwise see. Because if you're in a state of incoherence, then you're in a state of, of stress at some level. Disconnection, you lost your head, you're not, you know. I feel like when your heart and mind are connected, like that, this is connecting in my mind. Yeah. That coherence, you're one, you're like where you need to be. And now you can go throughout your day and be solid and not like frazzled and shit. Yeah. Centered. Yeah. And the fact that you can do it in like 15, 20 minutes, right? Like it's, it's a skill. And for some people, the first time they sit down with themselves in a quiet room with gentle music playing, and they're trying to get into a state of coherence or meditation, it, it's not going to happen. The brain's going to wander and the brain's, oh, yeah. the body's going to say, Hey, you got to pee. Hey, you're hungry. Hey, you're tired. Do all this stuff. But, but to have the skill to do it in a short time period like that, you know, 10, 15 minutes like you, and some people can do it way faster, but that's still amazing, is is a true attestation to the fact that it's it's a mental muscle. Well, I'm doing transcendental meditation. It's a specific type, and uh, I could, I mean, you just go to tm.org or whatever, and it's you mm -hmm. can either pay for the lessons, and they have different scales, I highly, because I, th well, I think what you're doing, you know, you're sitting there and you're breathing. Do you take like a notepad or anything? I'm assuming not. I have. Good. Because I think sometimes you should, because when these ideas come out, sometimes it's better to, instead of dwelling on it, mm -hmm. just write it down real quick and then you can get back to the meditation. And sometimes mm -hmm. I find that those thoughts are pretty clairvoyant or something. Have Have those thoughts for you been things that have like you know, been large movers for growing sheath. Has that ever happened? I can, I'm not sure. I think probably, but more so it's like, uh, taking it out of, uh, the, this open loop in my mind that keeps going. Like, I got to do that thing. I got to do that thing. Oh yeah. I'm meditating now. The important things I need to do are coming up. Let me just, I'm going to write it down. And once it's written down, I can go back and I might come up with a few things and, I can't think of anything specific where I came up with an idea while meditating that like transformed sheath, mm -hmm. uh, but I've been laying in bed and that's happened. You really? Know? Yeah. In a state where you're not worried about things. Yeah. I think that's super neat. Uh huh. Yeah. Seriously. Well, that's where the dual, the dual pouch, I was like laying in bed and really, because it came out, it was a single pouch mm -hmm. and then. I had I had seen another underwear company that had this the circular seam part, and I was like, "That's interesting." They only had the circular seam, and we only had the pouch thing. And and I was like, "Sometimes when you put things together, it creates a nice little diamond." Or mm -hmm. and so that's where the whole dual pouch thing came from. But it's synergy. That's synergizing. Like sometimes you have an idea for a pouch that isn't from anywhere. You didn't. Like it just comes from God, but sometimes it's like this and that should go together. Mm -hmm. And I have ideas like that all the time. I'm blank. I had one the other day and I was like, wouldn't it be great if this, and I forget what it was though. So it's not very <laughs> helpful. Like edit that out. Just kidding. Um, what about you? What do you have ideas where they like transform your life? Yeah. You know, in, in meditation, it's usually for me more about clearing things out. Yeah. Um, it's usually more about creating, um, creating in the short term. And, and so one of my favorite ones to do is, is one called, um, of, of dispenses called the morning meditation. And, and the idea behind it is that you're quite literally getting into a state of calmness, a state of coherence. Um, not by focusing on the things that you have to do, but by focusing on internal centers of your body and focusing on the space around those centers, um, something called a, a, a divergent focus and a convergent focus. And with that, it helps change your brainwaves. And then from there, you, you go into quite literally, what does your day, uh, what, how do you want your day to look? And the idea is that if you can create from a state of brain heart coherence, creating from a state of being not necessarily in your body, but being <clears throat> more of a, an awareness, right? Being more of, um, being more of a, a 
person separate from yourself, separate from what your body needs, then you can create your day in a better way than if you just wake up and, and roll out of bed and say, well, I know I got to do this and I know I got to do that. And, and hopefully it all works out. And so, so that's, that's where a lot of my focus is generally when, when I do it, but I have had experiences, um, out in meditative type states, um, like snowboarding. We were talking about snowboarding earlier too. That's one of my favorite things to do. And I can't tell you at least three different ideas that I've had just sitting on the chairlift or, uh, going down, you know, the, the mountain on a piece of fiberglass and snow, which I think is an, a crazy experience in itself is where I've had really great ideas that have led to doubling our office or bringing on a new practice or a new procedure that has in some way, shape or form allowed us to help more people at a higher level love that so that happens when i'm running i mean it's more so in the past and i'll like a lot of times i'll be like you wake up in the morning and you got some issue right mm -hmm. like fuck and you i gotta and I, I go for a run by the time i'm halfway through the run i have the i have the solution yeah like, and it's like oh yeah we'll just do that boom what about that do you think it is do you think it's clearing your mind or i i mean the movement the blood the the i the intention, not necessarily, yeah, because I kind of go out with an intention like to come up with a problem, come up with a solution. The mind, that's its job, you know, but sometimes you got to clear it a little bit because if you have too many other, you got to feed the dog and I got to do all this stuff. It's, it's not, you don't maybe let it do its core function, which is like analyzing and solution finding mm -hmm. because if it's too distracted, it's going to be hard to wade through all of the kind of garbage all of the chatter chatter yeah that's a better term yeah I, I mean i call them windows you know we've probably all heard that you have your like a computer and if you have you know 30 different tabs open and mm -hmm. they're all like running simultaneously your computer's going to slow down but mm -hmm. if you like close them all and you just have the one word document open mm -hmm. You know, it's gonna be. In, uh, it's gonna work instant, smoothly, right? Yeah, <clears throat> that's a good analogy. I like that. I've I've actually never heard that before. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. I've I've been saying that for a minute, but you don't want to be redundant, like repeat yourself all the time. Yeah. Little gems. <laughs> that was a gem. Pearls of wisdom. Yeah. I put that on a TikTok. Um, <laughs> so. Well, you love Joe Dispenza. I love Joe Dispenza. I saw him on What the Bleep Do We Know? I uh -huh. do believe that was a great movie. Yeah. Love that one. I saw that like 10 years ago. And that's the kind of thing where it opens your mind about quantum theories of, you know, like the multiple locations of, of the objects at one time until you turn and look and it collapses into one. But the point is, it's like anything is possible if you're not looking. But then when you look... There's reality, mm -hmm. but you can change reality by changing your thoughts on what's, what you're not able to see and hope. And I don't know, there's like, I, I talk about this magic thing aspect of business mm -hmm. that I believe is prevalent. It's real, but it's, I think people either think I'm crazy or just high or something like, do you think, <laughs> what do you, I mean, cause we affect the universe. I think we do. Mm -hmm. What do you think? When tell me more about your your magic. Magic in the in sense business. of visualizing what's going to happen and then manifesting it. It might not be immediate, but like over time, it happens. Uh, if you write something down, it's mm -hmm. like a spell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's more likely to happen. And yeah, you're going to go do it. Mm -hmm. But you just wrote down the spell to what you wanted, which mm -hmm. is. The thing you want to do, you just write it, write what you want, and then you go do it, and then it's done. And is that magic? It's all mental playing around, but also my vision boards. You know, I put things on my vision board, and the next thing you know, it's a reality. Mm -hmm. Like where I'm holding that UFC belt mm -hmm. on the bottom corner there. You know, six months later, I was I was holding a UFC belt. Where that one is just me putting your face on a UFC belt. Yeah, holding. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. No, they say. Uh... They say that, that, that action is the last step of, of manifestation, but 
I think you're a, a thousand percent right in that, in that we do affect the universe. And, and you mentioned that I, I love Joe Dispenza and I, I love a lot of different teachers, but I, I used to think that the whole world of, of spiritualism and meditation and energy and, and things like that was a whole crock of crap. Right. And it wasn't until I, I started to be introduced to one of his books called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, where he actually goes into the science behind it. Interesting. Yeah. Where it actually goes into, um, you know, measurable, objective, reproducible findings and, 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 and systems of, of quantitating quantitatively measuring these things where, where I was like, holy crap, like this, there, there is a reason that these things work. There is a reason why, um, why all the stuff that I thought was crap and didn't do a dang thing would, would have, uh, or does have like roots in actual science and actual reasons that it works. Science changes. (laughs) You're trying to go down the political route. We're not going to do that. I'm with science. Um, so, so I'm hundred percent with you. I think that, that doing things like the vision boards, I think writing things down, um, and, and trying to get in a state of the feeling, right. A lot of these different teachers talk about yes. the, the feeling is what we're actually seeking. You know, Abraham Hicks says if, if she's amazing oh, yeah. and, and it's not about actually getting the thing or creating the thing or achieving the goal. It's about the feeling that you get from that. Mm-hmm. And so if you can sit there and, and I like to do it in a quiet state of meditation, but you can yes. do it while you're driving your car, while you're going on a run, while you're shredding down the mountains on a snowboard. But if you can create the feeling that you're seeking of from that goal or that task or that X or that Y or that Z, then then that's that's quite literally from the the quantum perspective that I think you're talking about drawing yes. those particles yes. to you. See? Told you motherfuckers I wasn't lying. I'm just <laughs> but also it's that okay, so on on a lot of my vision boards you can see one dude, he's like he just wanna fight. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah he's mm-hmm. like throwing his you know, the victory pose. You just won. There's no like that moment, that instant in time, that feeling. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately that's what we're really chasing. And because that could be you just bought the house of your dreams, you got married, you, you know, the company, your company just made 10 million or whatever. You Mm -hmm. just did a kickflip or something. Whatever you want to do, I cannot do a kickflip. I've never done a kickflip. No, you said you skateboarded earlier. I know, I do. I have a skateboard, I ride. Longboard or a normal skateboard? A good little trick board. Oh, man. But I cannot, I can Ollie, I can. Pop shove it, but I cannot do a kickflip. I've never done one. I don't want to talk about it. I'll show you how to do a kickflip. Well, I might, yeah, okay. Well, fair enough. But uh, the feeling, mm-hmm. that winning feeling, mm-hmm. the winning feeling, mm-hmm. when you marry that, couple that with the visualization of the plane, you're you're walking up the steps of your private jet, and the the captain is like, "Good evening, sir." you know your seat is ready over here and mm-hmm. your crew's behind you the limo just dropped you off like and you're like that moment for one second you can give you give yourself the uh, uh, permission to be grateful for the work that you did and like be like i fucking did it i did i won mm-hmm. you know like that, ah, that's that feeling and by supposedly by these teachers while you're meditating and you're feeling that feeling and you're visualizing you're in the house, you're in the plane, you're in the car, wherever, the store, with the person, you won. Like that draws it closer, faster, supposedly. But you still have to act, mm-hmm. most likely. Yeah, I think you still have to act. But then, like, so if you could maintain that, that and, and I hope that you can show that picture to everybody because that is like a, a magnificent, you can feel what that person is feeling in that picture. Splice in somebody winning a fight, like Tony <laughs> Ferguson or Khabib. Oh, is that, that like, so if you woke up and you, you had that feeling very early on in your day and you maintained that feeling throughout your entire day, how would you act in that day? You know, you would kick ass, you would take names, you would be the best version of yourself with every single person in every single situation that you, that yeah. came across your path. 
But the, the, the thing that happens to most people is they only have that feeling when they win the fight. Yeah. They only have that feeling when they make a sale in their business yeah. or when they, you know, purchase the house or the car or whatever material thing gives them that short term feeling right. of the feeling. Yes. And, and so that's creating something that's coming from, from something outside of them. Yes. And, and some of the, you know, once again, the, the teachers that we're listening to, Dispenza being one of them, Abraham Hicks being one of them, Bob Proctor being oh, one of them, Neville Goddard being one of them. I don't know um, Bob Proctor's the shit. Look into Neville Goddard. You'd really, really like I Neville Goddard. I think I've Goddard. heard his name, but I'll, uh, is her or him? It's a him. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, the, the science of getting rich. I forget. William Wallace, I think he writes that. Wallace. Uh, Wallace Waddles. Wallace Waddles, thank you. <laughs> William Wallace um, was the dude from Braveheart. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Close. Yeah. Um, is is that is that it's not those external things that that should make us happy, right? It's it's the something that we should create within ourselves. And I love that to go through your day and have <clears throat> and have, you know, all the all the crap get thrown at you, right? The dog poops in the house and. Uh, you know, your kids are late from school and they got an F on their report card, but to still maintain, whatever it might be, no, to I still maintain <laughs> that, um, right. You, if, 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 if you don't know, if you haven't seen some of, uh, of Robert's, uh, Mr. Patton's, um, I don't know, sort of personal rules. You, you guys do awesome stuff. You have how many dogs here? Five dogs. And they all in one way, shape, or form started as like foster dogs, right? Like you're taking Except care one, of them. But yeah. So like you take five. care of a lot of animals, right? You have guys have a big heart for helping um, not just people, right? Mm-hmm. Keep their, their packages well well managed, but also for the animal kingdom, which is, I think is is really admirable. We try. I mean, we put our like, not money where our mouth is, but energy and actions where you know people talk the talk i want to do this i want to help animals or homeless but do you do anything or do you just say you want to do it do you, yeah do, do you just say these uh political stances but don't really act we're doing it. I, I stand with ukraine or the blm or i Trump. put a flag up in my front yard yeah yeah, yeah. But what did, but are you doing are you helping anyone yeah yeah. And you guys are walking the walk and talking the talk. Yeah. Every time I come here, there's a different animal in the house that you guys are taking care of either for a short period of time or you're like, oh, no, we actually adopted that yeah. one. He's we part got, of the herd now. I got stuck with a few. Uh, <laughs> but that, I think it's so cool, though. Mostly my wife. I just do want to to give her most of the credit on that. But I, I do help her and, you know. And that's wonderful. Yeah. So, so those applications of dog pooping in the house is a real thing. But if that dog can poop in the house, right, and or maybe all five of them poop in the yeah, house, right. and you wake up and you just have five big piles we had of ten of, dogs <laughs> and ten shit. They were puppies, uh-huh. uh, like last year around this time, and I was cleaning up so much shit. I remember that. I was here the puppies yeah. day the puppies were born. Actually, yeah, yeah, or yeah. You came up here. Yeah, we yeah. came up here. You got some underwear, and they were I, one had just got born on my, like on me. The dog was like on me and then the puppy was like on my side right there anyways yeah so all circles back but i think if you want to finish what you were saying about like if you can have a positive attitude during all that i think yeah yeah i mean and i think of it as different more than a as being different more so than just a positive attitude but it's it's maintaining that internal state of homie over there, you know, who just won a, a fight or just won a belt or just won, you know, the biggest deal of his life. He just head kicked this as much as you can. The guy was just knocked out. Is that what happened? I don't know, but he looks like he's, he's <clears> pretty <throat> He did sad. something pretty, yeah. pretty awesome. Yes. And so if you can maintain that state throughout the entire day, regardless of what happens to you from the, the, what the bleep do we know movies perspective is that you're quite literally taking those particles Mm-hmm. that are bouncing back and forth between here and other dimensions or other universes mm-hmm. or other galaxies, whatever you want to think about it and whatever the science is currently saying it is. And, and you're, you're conforming them more and more into the matter in which you are actually seeking. So you're conforming them more into, you know, the, the, the new house, the private jet. Yeah. And, and if you can maintain that state, even after you actually achieve those things, well, one, you'll realize that those aren't what you're seeking. Right. You know, like it's temporary, all those things happen. They're temporary. Yeah. They come and they go and it feels good to have it and feels good to acknowledge it and pat yourself on the back for, for making it happen. But, but life's that's a moving not, target. Yeah. That's not lasting happiness. The things, money, you know, it does come from within and, 
Like if I could sustain that feeling of the dude, like we got Chuck Liddell over there. And, ah, he just did a knockout, right? And I don't know if it's sustainable, but something along that line of victory, I'm... I'm good. I'm complete. I'm content. This is like the like what you. I mean, how you would treat everyone? You'd be so happy and such so positive. Like, hey, dude, it's all good. Like, you know, it would be amazing. I don't mm -hmm. know if that's necessarily possible, but it's something I want to aim towards. And all my new vision boards always have someone winning mm -hmm. some fight. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Well, you're right. I don't. I don't think that that. It's continually possible, right? But then there's something called emotional intelligence, which is the idea that, that if you can create that feeling from within and something bad happens, whatever that might be, you lose the sale, the dog poops on the rug, whatever, who cares, whatever, um, that how quick can you get back to it? Because what most people do is yeah. they have something bad happen to them and they stay in that state until something good happens to them. And so once again, they're back in the, like the automatic program of, I feel based upon what outside of me is, is, is telling me I should feel. Yes. So if something good happens, I feel good. If something bad happens, I feel bad. And, and when you're doing that, you're not a creator of your life. You're not a creator of your day. You're not a creator of your business. And you're, you're more just being subjected to, to the, the circumstances, the happenstances of your external environment of life. Yeah. You're instead of you, like being a well from within and overflowing with positive love, joy, content, consciousness. When those arrows come at you metaphorically, you're just like uh, Neo or Buddha. Yeah. You're Neo in the matrix with the bullets. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Buddha actually did that with arrows. I don't know if you remember that story. Mm -hmm. And they, cause like the devil shot like a thousand arrows at him and he was just like, and they all turned to flowers and dropped. Yeah. Um, because he, he's met it like that. So meditation, I think, is, is a tool to build the well within visualizing, practicing, feeling those feelings mm -hmm. while you're visualizing. And yeah, like if you can, I like how you, that, how do you want your day to look? You were saying like starting your day out with an intention, which I, have not been doing i typically just kind of like zero point uh center but mm -hmm. no i need to start setting some more intention i think i've been maybe missing that part of the practice. i mean you you seem to have a pretty good sort of flow throughout your days right like, yeah they've gotten a lot better especially with consistent meditation i can't like recommend it enough there's so many positive benefits to it energy positive you know mental mm -hmm. relationships dealing with stress yeah stress yeah, yeah exactly and i mean as somebody whose goal is to double or grow their business every single year like i'm imagining that comes with a couple a couple bits of stress every single day it does especially because you're not like we're in a recession mm -hmm. <laughs> we happen to be in a it's what seems like a, a little recession at the moment yeah 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 my uh my my favorite uh piece of of I guess you could say information associated with, with meditation and stress was a, a research study that was performed where, and I tell a lot of people about this in the office. Um, cause a lot of people come to our office really stressed, right? And right. They, they think that, Oh, they're going to go to the chiropractor and the chiropractor is going to, uh, pop twist and crack them. And we don't do any of that by the way, but that's going to help fix them. And, and the truth is that, you know, I can help you as much as I can help you. But if you're walking around saying, you know, subconsciously, mm -hmm. I hate myself. I hate myself. Mm -hmm. Life sucks. Life sucks. Why has this happened to me? Why has this happened to me mm -hmm. a million times throughout the day? And the statistics say that it's like 90,000 times per day that we have thoughts and 80% of them or more are the same thoughts as the day before. Then, then how much can we help? You know? And so, so one of my favorite pieces about meditation is that they did a, a, a pre post MRI study where they quite literally looked at different parts of the brain, looked at different sizes of those parts of the brain, and they did uh, an image before and after eight weeks of meditation where people meditated for just 20 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. So so not sitting there, you know, for three hours and doing morning and evening or, you know, doing anything crazy, but just 20 minutes of the day. And, and what they found is that 
after eight weeks, 20 minutes a day, the average participants, the part of their brain that deals with stress grew, and I, I could be slightly off on this number, but it's pretty specific, it was 22.8%. And so the size of that area grew 22.8%. Could you ever do that with a muscle? In eight weeks, right? No, not not with drugs, not with with anything. No, a quarter, twenty five percent, basically. That's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely insane when you think about it. And and people can't find twenty minutes a day to to change their lives and to change how they deal with stress. It took me ten years because I I started looking into TM when I was about thirty. Mm-hmm. I googled it. I love Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, mm-hmm. and he trained the Beatles and like a lot of athletes and artists and stuff. How to meditate, and I, and I kind of grasped how to do it from the videos, and I, I got it. I know I got it because when I do it now, I remember having done it back then, mm-hmm. and it was like this bliss, this sweet nectar of you know warm nectar anyways you're like swimming in a pool and it's just like so pleasant anyway so you wouldn't yeah. forget it but i i stopped doing it i forgot how to do it there mm-hmm. was this weird thing so just like a few months ago i went ahead and bit the bullet and paid the thousand dollars to get the training and he basically just said this is how you do it and i was like that how's that's how i was supposed <laughs> to do it i knew that but him telling me reinforced it uh, he gave me a new mantra. I didn't love the mantra, so I picked a different mantra. And now it's changed again, and the one I have now is like golden. It's the one I had back. Your mantra can get messed up, though, so you have to be careful with your mantra. So don't tell people it. If, it associ- if you associate it with like a person or a thing, it can really like, when you try to meditate and say it, then now all of a sudden you're thinking about that person or thing instead of nothing, which is no thing. Like the mantra is supposed to be something that's just doesn't, it's like a Sanskrit kind of that you wouldn't understand what the word was. It's just a sound that doesn't mm-hmm. have any affiliation. Okay. Uh, but the, I forgot where I was going with that. Tell me where I was with that. Cause you stopped meditating. You started oh, meditating right. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had just, I had stopped a lot. Like I, and, and by redoing it now mm-hmm. for the past four months, I just, I do it consistently daily. Mm-hmm. Instead of back then, I was like, oh, I just need to do it when I feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. No. Be I, proactive. That's like saying you need to eat a salad just when you want to be healthy. Right. I feel unhealthy. I'm going to have a salad. See? Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I, that's, where I was in my mind, I'm like, Oh yeah, I just meditate when I, when I feel drained. And anyways, that's not a horrible idea, but just do it daily, consistently 10, 20 minutes a day mm-hmm. for TM. You're supposed to be, do a 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I for sure do the morning. I try to do the afternoon and it, and I usually do the afternoon, but mm-hmm. not every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just consistency, the, the consistency of my life, being able to do these lives mm-hmm. twice a week, mm-hmm. RPG channel, check us out, subscribe, like right here and the button right here, press the button. <laughs> um, I would, I used to be just like in two, from like 2015, which Sheath was operating to 2018. Um, I couldn't even like have meetings with my team i would be so like so sleep deprived so just like shot out energy wise i just i was like just deal with it you know like mm-hmm. figure it out type thing and now we have two meetings every week our monday morning meeting and our thursday meeting which is awesome. like a committee meeting of a special budget or social or whatever mm-hmm. um inventory a couple other ones and then my lives and I've been doing a weekly podcast consistently mm-hmm. and these conversations can, could be stressful. Like I'd be like, fuck, what am I going to talk about? I'm going to look stupid or mm-hmm. whatever. Now we got the store. And so all yeah. I need my energy to be consistent. And so the meditation helps yeah. big, big time. Yeah. I'm excited to see the store. Yeah. We popped in there the other day when we were coming back from skiing, like I told you, but I am really, really do think that with, with the product that you've created and with the following that you've created of people that love that product, like you're going to have people fly in from 
all parts of the country, maybe all parts of the world, just to be like, I went to the sheath, you know, they're just, just the retail store. Yeah. Um, the one retail store, that the exists. one retail store that's hidden in the mountains of Woodland Park, Colorado. Yeah. We're going to get that artist, <laughs> the artistic gold mm -hmm. that you recommended mm -hmm. that did your wall at your, uh, location dude um amazing work oh i know have you you looked into oh, him more he, yeah he came and visited we're oh already, did he really yeah we're already in the oh. process michael what is it artistic gold his name yeah artistic gold is is the name of his company michael's his first name i can't say his last name if you well. find him on instagram and you're in, he's amazing that wine cellar thing he's doing i don't know if he showed you he's mm -hmm. like draw he they have like a small actual wine cellar that's like a very small room, but then he drew what looks like oh. a long corridor of wine cellars. Yeah. And it looks like real. Yeah. And what he did with your mountain thing with the black lights. Mm -hmm. He's, he's going to do something like that for us. Something with mountains and black lights? Yes. Cool. I'm going to have, a, we're going to have a hero and a sheath logo in there somewhere, but. I was going to say, you should make it fun. Yeah, it's going to have like a hero <clears throat> at the top of like doing the victory pose. Like that's my jam. These mm -hmm. victory pose, like these images of people winning. Uh, it's just one of the main, like one of my favorite things to remember for a visual visualization. Do you ever listen to um, any Tony Robbins uh -huh. stuff? You like him too? I love him. So do you walk around ever? Like if you're ever not feeling like the, the, the feeling that you want from that, do you ever walk around and physically create that pose? Yes. Just to like get yourself more in that state? I've definitely walk around and do the pose to maybe reinforce the state or I might like not quite be where I want to be. If I'm like super down, I don't think I ever think of why don't you do a power pose? But if I'm kind of like, I need to be a little bit better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. do, I'll like add. Yeah. Cause there's, there's like a physiological corresponding like reaction when you do the pose. Yeah. Cause it's like the reverse. You do it when you win, but if you, do the pose then you feel like you won yeah you're i mean you're, you're just the same thing right you're creating like you're creating you're creating the feeling before you actually have the external thing that would cause the feeling yeah i think i, I think that's one of my favorite things of tony it. robbins oh man yeah i like i have this uh trampoline over here mm -hmm. that's his trampoline mm -hmm. not his but he he's big on the mini tramps so mini yeah because yeah. he he gets pumped up before he goes out on stage. Have you been to one of his events? Never. Okay. But you went to the Joe Dispenza one. You said it was like the best day of your life or something or best event when Dude, you came out of it. Um, so it's tough at first, right? You, you go to those events and you literally sit in meditation for, I want to say six and some days, maybe eight, 10 hours. Okay. Right. And in between okay. you're eating lunch and you're talking to people, but he's, he's also lecturing in between kind of giving you some, some knowledge as to why you're doing what you're mm -hmm. doing there. Mm -hmm. Um, but the first couple of days at your first one, like it's, it's, it's mentally taxing. Interesting. And then something happens mm -hmm. and that something is, is something breaking loose, something that you're letting go of something that you're, that you energetically are moving towards. And, and when that happens, it becomes according to to their you know internal surveys 96 percent of people say that it's the best week of their life when you go to a week-long retreat wow yeah that's that's pretty that's something that's yeah. like 96 percent. 96 percent of people say i want to go i need to go yeah i need to go uh it's just a, like a commitment that's like how many how many days is it it's a week it's like sunday to saturday or saturday to sunday or something like that did you have your one of your partners take over for the, Run the shop? office yeah okay yeah i call it the shop the shop. It's not a shop. It's an office. Office. Chiropractic office. Yeah. You do an interesting, I want, cause I, I do want to talk about shift happens. You got on your shirt here and you're a chiropractor and I've been to a couple different ones. I think you were actually the first one I went to though. And you, you know, you do the adjustment of the Atlas mm -hmm. bone, something it's ever so slightly and, it, and then it helps realign from the top down mm -hmm. your uh, spine where I ended up going to one that was by my house mm -hmm. uh, for a couple months before COVID and he did the crack and pop thing. But then I realized you're just doing the same thing every time you're like, you're not adjusting to if I have something here or there or wherever, it's like you just do the same thing each time and you just do the same. I can do that on yoga poses at my house kind of, Mm -hmm. Honestly, I 
can. I mean, you you cracked me one time, like a normal one, which was great because I was having like an issue where I had like something poking out of my back, and that was cool. Anyways, you're not supposed to talk about it. It was that was that was at my house. It was a special occasion. Sorry, you're good. But yeah. Um, anyways. But I always, I felt better and I just was, I wanted to give you a chance to talk about your practice and stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, you know, most, most people think of chiropractors as what you described, where you go and you get something cracked and popped or stretched based upon what hurts. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't want, yeah. um, um, for some people, it's a great thing. For some people, it, you know, maybe just might be a short term bandaid and that's what people want yeah. in some situations. Uh, what we do is something called foundational correction, where, as you were saying, quite literally, we focus solely on the top bone of the neck, the atlas bone. And why do you think they call it the atlas bone? Do you remember? It's holding up the world. Yeah, just like in Greek mythology, quite yeah. literally holds up your brain and your brain controls your everything. Yeah. And so the top bone of the neck acts as your body's foundation. And if that bone shifts, it doesn't allow the communication electrically to go from your world, right, from your brain down to all different parts of your body. You know, it controls your heart, it controls your lungs, it controls your thyroid, it controls, you know, every little muscle that you need to move when you're running or when you're exercising or when you're doing the power pose. And so uh, our goal is to take four objective measurements to see if someone has what we call a foundational shift that all have a range of normal and abnormal or healthy and unhealthy, just like blood pressure does, just like vision does, just like body temperature does, to first see if someone's a candidate for what we do. And then we retake those measurements after we go through some time correcting the body's foundation without twisting or popping or cracking. Mm -hmm. uh, we retake those measurements to make sure that we're getting objective change afterwards. Uh, and so, yeah, so it's, it's, it's uh, something that's incredibly simple, but incredibly complex. And it's work that really does uh, humble myself and the other two doctors, uh, Dr. Ernesto Fernandez and Ernesto. Dr. Matthew Hurtado uh, at our office every single day. Because it's, um, you know, it's based upon a mathematical equation. We take a three-dimensional CBCT scan, which, which you actually, yeah. you need to come check it out. You oh. haven't seen the new Oh, the, the new, new one? Office. Well, I did the one, yeah. The, okay. the new one is amazing. You okay. see things that we have, have never been able to see before. And it's in a three-dimensional um, three setting. And so each image that we take on somebody is, is a, a whole gigabyte of information. Like meta? It's like, like yeah. virtual reality. It wouldn't surprise me if they had virtual reality goggles to go with it someday soon because yeah. it's it's insane. And anyways, we, we take these images that very precisely measure how the upper neck or how the body's foundation has shifted. And then we correct it using very gentle pressure in a very specific way. And we retake those measurements, you know, the biggest one being the CBCT image um, to make sure that we've gotten the objective change. And so even though it seems very simple in nature, and it is, right? We take somebody's head that's like this and try to get it closer to this, and, and, and that's or the like goal. Or that. like that. Like if it's leaning forward. If your head is leaning forward, you're putting all this weight, on, like unnecessary weight on your spine that causes like issues yeah. that you're trying to correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, your your skull weighs 8 to 14 pounds. Yeah. It's a bowling ball. Yeah. And and every inch that it's out of alignment, whether it's to the side or forward, yeah. um, it obstructs or it adds 10 pounds of stress to the body. Yeah. And when that happens, it can obstruct electrical communication from the brain to the body. There's actually really, really cool research by a doctor in New York named Scott Rosa, who teaches um, some of our, some of our continuing education classes where, where if this bone rotates in a certain way, because blood flow goes up to it, yeah. or it goes through it up to the brain. And because the brain has to drain blood back to the body, so yeah. it can be recycled by the liver and reprocessed and so on and so forth. Yeah, you don't want old blood in your brain. If that happens, and, and, and it can, and there's measurable MRIs um, pre and post where you can see obstructed, dirty, you know, wasted um, cerebral spinal fluid and blood flow, oh, no. that if you correct that, like you can, some people describe it as, as flushing the toilet. Wow. And so people that have had traumatic brain injuries or been blown up in combat or had whiplash or head injury, you know, whatever it might be, yeah. they can shift that area and that can cause memory issues, brain fog, inability to focus, Fuck headaches, yeah. Dude, well, um, all sorts of different things. The fact that, I mean, I was going to you for quite a few months. I remember you wrote me a doctor's note. That was awesome. Uh, and I stopped 
you know, when I, and when I went, I was in pain. Like I, you know, it's like a last resort type of, I, something is wrong. Like I'm willing to do whatever to fix it. Mm -hmm. And over the course of time, I think the changes are very subtle for a lot of people. They are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe not just like meditation. Yeah. Right. You don't get done with one meditation and you're just like, wow, I'm enlightened. But I did. I remember the first time I went to you, I was like, whoa, I definitely felt something. And then going forward, it was like incrementally better. And then at some point I just moved too far to be able to go back. But I also wasn't like in pain anymore. Like that's awesome. I'm just, it, it was whether it was you or whatever. I'll we'll just give you the credit. Thanks. And, and also like the healing hands thing. Like there's something I think people like about going to a chiropractor. It's just like quick and put your hands on me and, Plus, not placebo y kind of like I did something. I've, you know, I did something and now I feel better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There could be a lot said about that. You know, we, we live in a society where people aren't too hands on. Yeah, you know? exactly. We're like people, disconnected. Yeah. yeah we, I mean, especially over the past two years now. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in March of 2022. We're, we're at two years mm-hmm. of people being told that shaking hands and being within six feet of each other and hugging and hanging out is, is something that could be detrimental to their health unless they're taking certain precautions. And that's another conversation. But, <laughs> um, but, um, but, but yeah, so we live in a disconnected society. And, and, you know, from an energetic perspective, kind of going back to what we've been talking about, you know, if, if you have the intention of, of helping me, of seeing me as a fully functioning, you know, feeling well, um, member of society, a human being, right. A peer that you want to intend to help, then, then there's, there's power behind that. You know, there's energy behind that. If your focus is there, yeah, maybe wrapping it around to where we first started, yeah. then, then you have a much better chance of, of creating that change within my electrons and protons and neutrons that are bouncing back and forth between here and wherever. Yeah. I mean, reverse that. Cause you're the one doing the thing and you're, I think with your intention on your patient and their intention combined with the science, the mathematical equation that this works and there's evidence and I'm going to do this thing and it's going to, and now, and I think all of that combined is more powerful than just, their intention alone or your intention alone or just the thing alone like it all can work uh synergistically we've said that a couple times like and 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 compound the effect Mm -hmm. from positive Mm -hmm. that's what i think yeah i mean because a lot of doctors can treat the same illness with different like three different methods and they all work Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so uh, and th- but I think this your chiropractic method is the least kind of invasive. You're not doing these <laughs> crack your neck thing. That's uh, I didn't really like that. Mm-hmm. Even though I kind of felt better maybe sometimes, but just break. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I don't love it. Yeah. I'd rather just do the the light pressure on the atlas and mm-hmm. get your spine aligned. I mean, that's what it basically boils down to. Is then that's your central nervous system. It's the gateway between your brain and your body. Yeah. Um, the, the, the opening in the skull, I was looking for my model. We're not at my office. I don't have my model here. Oh, no. Uh, the opening in the skull, right, where, where the, the, the brain turns into the brain stem, turns into the spinal cord, um, they call that the mouth of God. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's bound. What, what, say, and that, that's where the blood flows and... I mean, it's, All it's, the, it's the junction between the brain and everything else. Yeah. And so, so, you know, once again, twisting, popping, cracking isn't a bad thing, you know, loosen we're, it up. We're trained to do that in chiropractic school. And if you find a good person at that, you know, a Gonstead practitioner or a CBP uh, practitioner or somebody that does a real technique instead of just going through your spine and crunch, 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 crunch. Okay. Come back next week when it hurts again. Um, yeah. Or tomorrow when it hurts again. <clears throat> um, like, like it can do great things. Do a gym thing. Our, our, our goal is really just to, to precisely tune, Yeah, you know, this very, very delicate, this very important, this very unstable and very mobile area so that the, the electricity, the cerebrospinal fluid, the blood flow between the brain and everything else can, can function better. 
And, and, you know, anecdotally speaking, when, when we, we do host meditations at our office and, and there's a handful of patients that are like, Oh, you guys do chiropractic. I'm going to come and check you guys out. Um, you know, they, several of them have, have come back and said like, Oh my goodness. Uh, now my meditation right? Is that a place that it wasn't before? Right. And, and from my perspective, well, that makes sense, right? If you have a big kink in your, in your, your spinal column, especially the most important part of your spinal column where things can't communicate back and forth, then how could your, your self-awareness be? How, yeah. how good could your breathing be? Yeah. You're, uh, you're, you're like, get this discomfort thing and then you're trying to meditate and like be one with the universe and you're like, ah, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think, having that uh, corrected would drastically improve meditation. It know? can. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's what I, that's what I came here to talk about meditation, not necessarily what we do at the office. No, I, but... and no, but, and I love, we just tied it in. I wanted to get a quick plug, balance chiropractic, Colorado Springs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a, uh, you can use promo code balance at sheathunderwear.com and use, save a couple bucks. Some people still use that code. Do they really? I think it's on some sort of, honey or discount code website oh really but people use it all the time really so i don't know if it's i'll have to check if they're from colorado springs or not seriously that'd be great because yeah. we have it on our website okay good it's on our website yeah I get them but it's only the and then it's also on our um it's on like a, a special part of our website and then it's also on our um in our office we have a little screen with your logo and, I remember. and yeah the other couple of friends and business local businesses that it rotates through yeah 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 that's well, awesome, though. I didn't know that. Yeah. I tell people about it. Well, and yeah. you'll, be, you'll have to tell people that when the store is open that we're local now and like, you, mm-hmm. know, you can like come up and actually check. go and check it out and right. have some awesome artwork by Artistic Gold. Right. Yeah. We're yeah. going to do that. He's going to have it up in the next couple of weeks. Stacy's got a couple of paintings up there and we're just going to, we're going to make it. I mean, I kind of want to make it. This is slightly an overstatement, but like a Meow Wolf experience. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Meow Wolf? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which one? Just the one here in Denver. Denver. Did you? There was, I went to the one in Denver, was not blown away. Mm-hmm. There, but I heard the main, the best room was like closed. Oh, the bottom floor? Yeah. Yeah, they've had that closed for a while. Yeah, I was And like, that was like the best room. <laughs> okay. So because I went to the one in Vegas and it was so legit, I was like, this is awesome. And we want to have something, and I, I guess I already mentioned this the other night at the party, but yeah, we want people to have like a little bit of a reason, like, hey, <clears> let's go check out the shoe store, mm-hmm. take a selfie and get some underwear. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's yeah, do that. That's going to be good. I'm excited. We're very, you know, enthusiastic about the future here. Um, 2022 is a little funky. Are mm-hmm. you having, you're just nothing but growth. Right or no? Uh, we moved offices. So we were in, uh, if you're familiar with Colorado Springs at all, I know you are. Uh, we were in the Rockerman area before. Yeah. And then we moved to the most growing part of Colorado Springs, which is right off of like Northgate area. It's technically off of the new Voyager uh-huh. exit. Oh, yeah. Uh, right next to Top Golf, right next to in Academy. There in Shields. No, not too close to Academy. No, the oh. Academy. Oh. The Air Force Academy. Yeah, yeah. Across across the highway from the yeah. Academy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so that, that, slowed us down a little bit. Okay. Um, but with what we do the past couple months and yeah, it's, it's you're back, baby. we're very fortunate. Yeah. Um, when you do something just like you, man, like when you're doing something that's not unique, right? You aren't selling Hanes underwear. Um, we aren't doing traditional chiropractic. We don't just crack people and hope that they feel better. Yeah. Like, like people find you, people understand the difference and we were really, really blessed and really, really fortunate to have it just be on an awesome, awesome growth trajectory. Even though we moved and it slowed down for, couple months it is very unique and you do provide a great service just like us at sheath underwear zing (laughs) and yeah i mean business is always a challenge and you just kind of roll with the flow and go overcoming challenges like that's our job Mm -hmm. on a pretty much day-to-day basis or whatever and we're bit, we've both been growing for the past few years. Ever since I met you, you had your business and I had my business and we've just had our evolution. So it's something we're doing something right. It's probably all the meditation and visualization. Dude, it, it helps. It helps. It really, really does. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. 
So don't wait. Start meditating and visualizing your future. It's 20 minutes for yourself every single day. And it feels good. I love it. Sometimes I'm like, just like, I'll say, I'll be like, thank you, God, for this moment right now where I'm meditating because mm -hmm. it's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then that's a state of gratitude, mm -hmm. right? And, and gratitude is a state of receiving. And so if you're constantly in a state of like, I'm so thankful, thank you, God, for this moment, thank you for all these other wonderful things in your life, then you're going to feel more like that dude every single, every single moment of every single day. And that's all I ever wanted. Dude. <laughs> and this was a great conversation. I'm very pleased to have you. I'm glad we finally did it. This is exactly what I wanted, why I wanted you to come on. I think we could probably touch on quite a few other areas, but maybe we can do it again in a few months. Whenever you want. You're the best. We'll just put it on the calendar. Yeah, we'll make it happen. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Point to them and say thank you. All thank right. you. All right. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode. I got a couple of options. I think his name is David. Uh, he's like a psychedelic guru, shaman. Whoa. Yeah. We could get into that kind of stuff too, but um, he's kind of young. So I'm not, but we'll, we'll, it's either him. No. The next one is Luis J. Gomez from Gas Digital Network, Legion of Skanks co host, co host of uh, Yo MMA Raps, comedian. He's been on Rogan a few times. And then David will be the next week, probably. And I, and just be flexible on that. Because <laughs> I haven't locked it in with Louis J yet. But he did agree. It's going to be another big guest. Just like Max here. And <laughs> we're very excited. So thank you all for watching. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. We'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you for having me, Bobby. Thank you so much. Namaste. That was, that, namaste. Satnam, sir. That was very fun.